Hello, wonderful souls, and welcome to the Empowered Woman Project. My name is Eliana Marie, and I am your friendly neighborhood fitness and mindset coach and life hype woman. I am on a mission to empower women around the world because I see so many women living life with a handbrake on, not fully realizing the power of fully living their life. And I am here to show you how you can live your strongest, happiest, and most confident lives. I truly believe that you can do anything you want. You can truly achieve all your goals and dreams the moment you realize and take your power back. Everything you've ever wanted is already within you. So master your mindset and manifest all your goals and dreams right here, right now. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Women Project podcast. So this week's topic is all about how to set yourself up successfully for a fat loss phase. And it's going to involve knowing what fat loss actually means and also tips from me about how to determine whether or not you are ready for a fat loss phase. Now, I bring this up because fat loss is the biggest question I get asked on in terms of, you know, women ask me questions as a coach, what they want to achieve with their bodies. And I find it's also the most difficult thing that women struggle with. So I'm going to break it down for you today because I just want to set really clear expectations as to what to expect and what you actually need to do. Now, if you are listening and if you have an eating disorder or disordered eating, please step away. This is general advice for women. And I highly recommend you seek the appropriate support, whether that's a psychologist or going to see your doctor. So like I said, the number one thing I get asked when it comes to body composition or health and fitness goals is how do I lose weight and how do I keep it? Now, I find that most of the time, the women I work with before they start with me or the women that ask me questions on Instagram is they find it really hard to stick to a weight loss plan. And when they don't achieve this weight loss, it leads to a few things. Firstly, it leads to a lack of confidence because they feel like, am I not good enough to achieve this? And why can't I ever achieve this? Especially if you've tried dieting and dieting and dieting over and over again, and you can't seem to get results from it, or you can't seem to stick to it, what that leads to is a lack of confidence. Number two, it leads to the loss of the novelty of your goal. So imagine, you know, setting a goal constantly and never achieving it. The goal kind of becomes meaningless to a certain point because you're like, oh, I'm just going to set it again, set it again. And it becomes your habit to quit, right? The next time you start that goal in your head, you're already like, well, I'm probably not going to achieve this. So screw it. So those are the few patterns that I see, the most common patterns I see with women who try dieting and dieting and dieting. Now, the tips I'm about to give you is, you know, relevant to someone who wants to achieve fat loss and it will actually be beneficial to their health. There are certain instances where I wouldn't recommend fat loss for someone if it's not good for their health or if they're not in the mental space to lose weight, then, you know, those are times I wouldn't recommend it. And we'll touch base on that in just a second. But firstly, let's talk about what fat loss is. If we go a layer above fat loss, there's weight loss. You lose weight, okay? And losing weight comes from being in a calorie deficit 
it comes from consuming less energy than you expend. So if this is energy balance, right? And this is the energy you eat and you consume, and this is the energy you expend through movement, there needs to be a deficit like that. How that deficit is created is you either increase your energy expenditure, decrease the calories that you eat, or you do both, which is what I usually do with my clients. That needs to happen for weight loss to happen. There is no other way for you to lose weight unless you are in a calorie deficit. All right. Now, a layer below that is fat loss. So this means losing weight from fat and not muscle, which is what I usually gear my clients towards because, you know, they want to keep their strong physiques. They want to keep their muscle, their muscle mass and not lose muscle. So to get fat loss, we manipulate the macronutrients that you eat. So macronutrients are basically what foods are made out of. The three um, macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats. So to gear towards fat loss and to avoid losing muscle as much as possible in a calorie deficit, eating a high protein diet is important. So I hope that explains what fat loss is to you and what a calorie deficit is and how you can achieve fat loss versus simply weight loss. So the first question I would ask you to see if you are ready for a fat loss phase. And by the way, this is what I usually take like new clients through to see if they are ready for a fat loss phase is number one, have you been dieting on and off in the last year? If yes, it's probably best that you take a break. The best thing you can do right now for yourself and trust, you know, when I say, you know, I've worked with women who've gone through cycles and cycles of yo-yo dieting and their bodies are just tired, they're mentally drained, going into a fat loss phase in a calorie deficit, which by the way, is a stressor in the body, is not something I recommend. I highly recommend that you prioritize eating and maintenance so that your body is thriving and not just surviving on low calories. And why I like to focus on maintaining and you know getting someone's body thriving first is because we set a really good foundation for a future fat loss phase. So for example, I'm going to make up a pretend client. Let's say Sharon has been trying to diet on 1200 calories on the weekdays and then she ends up overeating on the weekends and then she tries 1200 calories again on the weekdays then ends up overeating on the weekends in a overeat and restrict cycle. What I would do is instead of going, okay, we're going to still aim to lose weight and we're going to be on 1,500 calories, Sharon may not be at the best physical place to do that. And especially her mindset around food may still be in the restrict overeat pattern. So she may still see 1,500s as, as something strict. And so it ends up you know, in that overeating pattern on the weekend. So what I would recommend if this is you and you've been dieting on and off, be patient, okay? Building a good foundation takes time. You cannot undo old habits in like two weeks and expect a magic result in terms of fat loss. No. I recommend that you start focusing on sleep. So making sure you're getting at least seven hours of quality sleep a night, exercising regularly, eating three to four regular meals a day, at consistent times and increasing the amount of food that you eat. So I hope that 
you can accept that truth. And I hope that you can see the value in putting off a fat loss phase to prioritize your mental and physical well-being that is always, always first beyond any aesthetic goals that you may have. Okay. Number two, do you have an unhealthy relationship with food? If yes, don't diet to lose fat. And like I said, I don't deal with eating disorders, but if you're someone who just generally struggles with your relationship with food, you label foods as good and bad, you feel guilty after eating, you have unhealthy eating behaviors and patterns, for example, restricting yourself or overexercising, work on developing a healthy relationship with food first. Trying to diet on an unhealthy foundation can further distort how you view food in a way that's detrimental to your physical and mental well-being. Okay, I tell my clients this all the time. You know, you can have the best, leanest physique ever, but if that's built on a really rocky foundation that's not solid, then that's going to collapse because you don't have the mental tools in your toolbox. You don't have a healthy mindset or healthy habits to have attained this physique. So always focus first on, you know, your mental and physical well-being and focus on developing a healthy relationship with food first. So how I do this with my clients is, especially when they see foods as good or bad, I just get them to see it as food. There are foods that I recommend they have, you know, more of the time. There are foods that I recommend they have some of the time, but most certainly there is no restriction. There is no deprivation. There is no labeling foods as good or bad. The reason I say this is because food at its core is nourishment, 100%. It is there to fuel us and we need to eat food and we need to eat healthy to have you know, a healthy lifestyle, to live in a healthy body. But beyond that, food is also social. You know, We always have food at social events. Food is also cultural. For example, I'm Filipino and food is a massive part of my culture and I can't ever imagine taking away, you know, the rice dishes that we have, the noodle dishes, like there's one called pancit. Like I could never imagine taking that away from my life and, you know, labeling that as bad in my head, which I used to, by the way, I used to have a broken relationship with food and I'd see eating those types of food as cheating. And I actually went through like a super strict comp prep diet, which I felt like further ruined my relationship with food. And it took a lot of years to heal that. And what I'm sharing with you now is exactly what I did to heal my relationship with food. So instead of seeing foods like pizza or burgers, that's something you can't ever have, see it as something you can have and you can choose not to have it or to have it as well. But the main focus is on nourishing your body first. Number three, Do you see this weight loss or fat loss as a quick fix or do you see it as something that will benefit you in the long run? If you're in it for the quick fix, which often uses unsustainable approaches, you're also in it for a quick disappointment because you can't sustain the way you achieve that. And this can be done, you know, I've done it myself through completely cutting out food groups restricting myself to 1200 calories a day. And it just, I could not sustain it. And I don't recommend that you enter a fat loss phase because your results will be short-lived anyway. And that quick fix mentality leads to the yo-yo diet cycle of dieting, getting the result, rebounding because you couldn't keep the result, dieting, and so on and so forth. So what I ask my clients to do is, you know, why do you actually want to achieve this? 
And are you committed and coachable so that you are willing to try different approaches because your approaches haven't worked before so that in pursuit of this fat loss, we can also build a healthy lifestyle around it that you can sustain. For example, the approach I have with my clients is literally the same, whether or not they're building, whether or not they're maintaining, whether or not they're in a fat loss phase. The only thing that changes is the amount of calories they eat or the amount of activity that they do to expend energy. Other than that, it's the same. I actually had a client recently who did go through years of yo-yo dieting and she said, Marie, you know what? I'm actually doing the same things as I was doing before the fat loss phase, except I'm just eating different calories. But I feel like I haven't changed much in my lifestyle. When she said that, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want you to do. Because coming out of the fat loss phase, she's less likely to rebound because she's literally doing the same thing. All we do is reverse diet, which is like a strategic increase of calories. So she builds up her new maintenance. So make sure before you go into a fat loss phase, that you're in it for the long haul. Not to say you'll be in a calorie deficit forever, but it's not like this fat loss phase is not a band-aid fix for anything. Okay. I think this is number four. I'm losing track. (laughs) Question number four, have you been maintaining on low calories relative to your body? I've had clients come to me who are like, Marie, I've been trying to eat 1500 calories for the last four months and my weight is just not moving. The reason why that is, is because their bodies have adapted to these calories because it won't allow them to lose any more fat. So if this is the case, if you're on low calories relative to your body, do not aim to put yourself in a further calorie deficit. For example, I had a client, she was on 1300 calories for a while. And instead of putting her in a fat loss phase straight away, because What's a deficit? There's 1,300 calories. 900 calories? Hell no. I am not going to give my clients super low calories because they will be struggling. Their body will not be thriving. It will not be good for their hormones. But I do see women doing this. I literally speak to women who try to eat 800, 900 calories, and I'm just like, my heart, like my heart breaks that you feel like that's the way to go. So instead of aiming to lose weight and going in a further calorie deficit, give your body a damn break. It is needing it. The fact that you're not losing any more weight in 1500 calories probably means that is your new maintenance. So what I did for this client, the one who was on 1300 calories, we did a strategic reverse diet, slowly to moderately increased her food intake with the aim of minimal body fat gained. And she was thriving in her training. She was stronger in her lifts. Her libido was higher. Everything was, I don't know, everything was just so much better for her. And then we got her calories to 2,300 whilst maintaining, by the way. And as she's building, you know, more muscle because she's eating more food and training really hard and training better, she did like a fat loss phase and she was cutting on 1,900 calories. The lowest we got was 1,700 calories. So you can see there, instead of, you know, being impatient and trying to get yourself to lose fat straight away, even if you're maintaining on super low calories, give your body a break. It needs it and it will thank you for it. And you can do a future fat loss phase at a higher maintenance, which I think is pretty awesome. Number five, which I've mentioned before is, are you committed and coachable? Are you willing to try a different way, even though it's a little bit slower 
than maybe your quick fixes in the past, but will almost guarantee you results and results and an approach that you can sustain forever. One of my clients mentioned this to me. I actually spoke to her this morning and she said, Marie, I'm just so happy because my mindset on food has completely changed. My mindset on my journey has completely changed. And even though the rate of my weight loss is slower than past approaches, I just feel so much better with myself. I can have meals out with my family. I can have dinners with friends. And it's making me really happy. When I heard that, I was like, yes, amazing. This is exactly what I want you know, my clients to realize is that they don't have to like stop living their life in a fat loss phase. Of course, there will be more discipline involved, but it doesn't mean that you have to have a soul-sucking approach. <laughs> you know, I still want you to enjoy your life, which is super important. So that client of mine, she was committed and she was coachable and was willing to try a new approach because her approach is before which, by the way, was prescribed to her by a PT. And it breaks my heart that people prescribe these protocols is if you overeat, she got told to hop on the treadmill or to fast for the day. And I'm just like, holy crap. No, (laughs) no. So we worked on changing that. So everything that I've mentioned here, we worked on changing. She didn't enter a fat loss phase straight away because she was eating low calories. She didn't have a healthy relationship with food or her body. She didn't have a strong foundation. And so we worked for three months and by the way, the timeline is dependent on the person, but we worked together for three months to build up her baseline and maintenance calories. We worked for three months to build a really strong foundation for fat loss. And she was willing to try my new approaches that we found were a lot better for her than the approaches she's tried with a previous PT before. So in a nutshell, I need you to answer those five questions before entering a fat loss phase. And with fat loss, remember that health comes first beyond any body composition goal you may have, always. And trust me when I say your mind and your body will work with you a lot better in a future fat loss phase if you set a good foundation, okay? A strong foundation is critical because obviously weight will fluctuate. It always does. But, you know, you will no longer rebound. You will no longer need to do a quick fix to your diet approach because you found an approach that works for you. So yeah, ask yourself those five questions before you jump into a fat loss phase. And I honestly believe anyone can create a good foundation. So it just requires your patience, consistent work, and valuing delayed gratification. Because this client of mine who I I spoke about last, of course she wanted to see fat loss straight away. But she really stuck it out and focused on eating more food, training hard, setting healthy habits before we entered the fat loss phase. And now she's seeing awesome results. So this can happen for you too. I hope that's been helpful. And as always, you're more than welcome to drop a comment on this video, leave a review for the podcast, send me a message at Eliana Marie on Instagram. That's A-L-L-Y-J-A-N-A or the Empowered Women Project Instagram as well. I also have a Facebook group that 
I would love for you to join. We are currently 250 strong in the community and it's a place where I give out free resources and tools for you to better understand what you need to do in your health and fitness journey. So I hope that's been helpful. I can't like stress enough like how important it is that you prioritize your mental and physical well-being first and then the results of the future fat loss phase will follow. So that's it for me, guys. I hope you enjoyed and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, my love, and for spending a part of your day with me. As always, if the lessons in this podcast inspired you, go forth and take action. Bring it to life every day for the next week and see how it can positively impact your week. That's where the real value and true change lies. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a kind review and spread love to others as well. Tag me on your Instagram story at Aliana Marie. That's my personal Instagram and at the Empowered Woman Podcast, along with what you loved about this episode. And stay tuned because every month I'll be giving away a sweet $50 Muscle Nation voucher. By the way, not sponsored. I just genuinely love their stuff the listener who leaves the most entertaining review and tags us in their stories with their learnings. Sending you off with lots of love and light on your week. Bye.